grab your goober, because we're heading into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are a goober. I know. I am a goober. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am Scott, and with me is my sidekick, my love, my best, Joe. Hmm. Hi, everybody. I'm the sidekick. No, I'm just because hmm. we're talking like. Uh, so you're Batman, comic book I'm movies? Robin. Okay, you're Batman, I'm Robin. I, I, I guess I could do it. I could right. take it. Let me, me tell you something. Wing. You're I'm Nightwing, mean, right? Nightwing. I mean, come on. Yeah, as I long mean, as I'm Nightwing, I can handle that. Yeah. I mean, even if you're uh, Cassandra Kane, my favorite Batgirl. Um, we're going it. off on a tangent. <laughs> um, yeah, to, to, we are just another movie night, and today we are doing before and after reviews, which is just us going to see a brand new movie in the movie theater and on release and giving our before thoughts going in and then our thoughts immediately out, which usually means we overrate things. Because it's our first impression of the movie. And that's the biggest problem of all. We always walk out of these things and go, and then the next day or the next week we go, maybe that was a little too high. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're doing. And today we are doing Spider-Man Across the, the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a hard title because it's kind of just changing one word or something. Yeah. You want to say Across the Universe, right? <clears throat> that's like, what I said, right? It's Across the so Spider-Verse, yeah. but the last one was called Into the Spider-Verse yes. instead of Across. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I want to say across the universe because I'm thinking of the Beatles. Yeah, I guess that's true too, right? Yeah, so we're going to... Uh, well, let's just start out by saying that we really loved the first movie. We loved it. We just watched uh, yeah. it again last night. I'm going to go heavily into that, actually. Okay. I, I love that the, the headphones pick up so much because yeah. I literally... It sounds like we just heard a space shuttle. It sounds like there's a But it's just falling. the plane going yeah. by. That's so funny. Um. <laughs> And then I have good hearing, which is insane because I pick up all this crap. Uh, yeah, but let's just talk about the first one and our thoughts on that going into this and whatever. Because I don't know if anybody knows this, but I'm into comic books. What? Get out. Yeah. And uh, if I can nerd out a little bit, which I am a goober, so why not? Uh, Spider-Man is, when I was a kid, he was the superhero. He was my favorite he was the reason I love comic books in general. Um, as I got older, uh, there was a point where I just collected Spider-Man. I actually clipped, and I, this ages me, but I would clip out the Spider-Man comic in the newspaper. Aww. And stick them on and make the comic strips. Aww. Yeah, I was so into it when I was a child. I love this character and anything about him. But the problem was, when I started getting older... I started becoming obsessed with art and I became more and more into art. And that's when I discovered what I was really loving about Spider-Man was Todd McFarlane. And I followed him when he left and did Image Comics I in Spawn. I followed him. Mm-hmm. And Spawn became my new one because he was the adult edgy version, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And uh, that's when I discovered Batman and my life changed forever. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man was was the one for me that really stood out and the strong one. And so when I saw Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The movie blew me away. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely adore it. And I, I will actually go out of my way to say it might be the best one... It might be my favorite comic book movie ever made. Wow. Okay. Wow. It, it's um. That's incredible. It's tough because there are so many kinds of comic book movies. There are the serious ones that people don't even know are comic books, like mm-hmm. uh, Road to Perdition, mm-hmm. uh, Old Boy, uh, you know, stuff like that. And then there are Infinity War, which is 
right up there with me with the best comic book movie ever made because how could you beat that film? It right. had everything in it, you know? Uh, but Into the Spider-Verse for me just perfectly captures Spider-Man on every level, does everything. But beyond that, it also catches all different kinds of art styles. It does all these different things mm -hmm. while paying so much of a tribute to these comic books and these characters. And while doing a good coming-of-age story. Yeah. It kind of nails everything. Yeah, I got to say, I love um, Miles Morales. I think he's adorable. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the uh, the creative team behind the first one uh, was Lord and Miller, uh, who did Clone High and Lego Batman. They're great with comedy, and they completely understand this stuff. And and I, they came out in spades in, in that movie to me. Mm -hmm. And so we just rewatched it again because I wanted to get it back in my mind. And I just, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I love the characters. Great cameos. Yeah. It's, it's great. It yeah. is. I gave it a nine. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a high one for me. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, uh, do um, you, your, your uh, thoughts on, on oh, all of this too? Or? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was uh, always, I, I, I don't want to say that I was more on the Marvel side when I, started you know liking comics which is i was like around maybe 16 but i i am a marvel person <laughs> i think it usually starts out that i way. am a marvel person and although i love batman and dc and stuff i i do like both worlds but i've always been a marvel person and my favorite comic book movie is guardians of the galaxy 2 so i i love, that's your favorite yeah i love it and it just happens to be marvel but you know <laughs> wow over yeah. infinity war yeah yeah yes okay. absolutely but um yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this one i'm a little worried because i i usually don't like things to go in my head you know <laughs> i usually kind of just want to go in with like a an attitude like okay we're gonna see this this is it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun time but when i get ideas in my head of you know whether it's reading something inadvertently that i, I didn't want to read or someone tells me something that they think, oh, you know, that's, I don't think it's going to be a good movie or something like that. Like it's already in my head and I, I can't get it out. So I don't, I don't like going into a movie thinking, oh, okay, this is not going to be as good as the first one. This is kind of going to be a letdown. I, I don't want to think like that. My expectations of this is that no matter what, um, positives, or best case scenario is that what we're gonna do best case scenario we're gonna do uh best case scenario worst yeah. case scenario so best case scenario is it has a lot of um you know the same element like the same kind of feel like the first one did uh with like i kind of felt like miles is like a real kid you know like he's just a real kid and i can relate to him mm -hmm. i don't want it to turn into um, some absurdity, you know, where like he becomes an asshole teenager where he hates his parents and he acts like an ass, you know, like, I don't want it to turn into that. Well, Joe, I mean, with great responsibility, you know, with great responsibility, with great power. What are you saying? Just getting around. Oh, <laughs> I'm just getting it wrong on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not expecting anything, any, um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I don't, I'm not expecting anything bad. Well, I mean, so many things to, yeah, to go on what you were just talking about. But, uh, yeah, uh, first off saying, you know, best case scenario is, I mean, what's the best case scenario? That it's just as good as the original and better? I mean, of course, that's what you want, right, at the end of the day. But mm -hmm. the worst case scenario, like you said, is, for, I mean, like, let's face facts. When something is so loved, like the first one. It's hard to replicate it. Uh, I guess in here, what I love is that we're going to get more of the Spider-Verse. But that problem is that Miles now is connected only to the Spider-Verse. Only into going dimensionally. And he's not getting his own story. He always needs a lot of... Like, he needs a lot of side characters. Well, I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like in the first movie, it was more Miles's like... It is know, his story. Yeah. But, but he has a lot of supporting characters, is what I'm saying. Yes. And yes. so those supporting characters are fantastic. And 
The same thing goes here. We're going to get even more supporting characters and some of them coming back. Mm-hmm. So that that could be a problem. Uh, what I kind of, I know this is weird, but I love the idea that they're bringing out um, 2099 Spider-Man, um, which Os- Oscar Isaac was teased in the end credits of the first one doing that character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a funny name. He's like Spanish I- uh, Irish or something. I think his last name's O'Hare. <laughs> yeah. Um I know it's 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 I think it's yeah, something like that. And uh he's playing him and I what I kind of want is his story as well. And I don't know if they'll do that like a mirroring of stories, mm-hmm. which would be kind of neat because what's cool about the title is that it doesn't have to be Miles's story, but it just is. But it it because it's called Spider-Man and these are all Spider-Men. Mhm. They and Spider Women, uh, they can do whatever they want with them, and they could actually make it their stories, which is kind of a great idea and would be amazing. Yeah, but... I'm actually glad you brought that up because that would be my worst case scenario. One of those things where like they they take most of the focus off Miles because I, I really oh, do like Miles. I do too, but um, I kind of want to mirror it. Yeah, but I don't want it to be like okay, this is the you know the Gwen story or. You know, I, I don't want it to them to cram too much in. Like, of course I want to know about, the, you know, the Gwen story. Of course I want to know about Noir and all that. But yeah, he probably I, won't be in this one. I mean, I would love to know about all of them. But I don't want them to cram too much where they take away from Miles because it, it's his story. Hmm. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I that's what I kind of like the idea that they could if they wanted to. They could because of the title. They could do whatever they wanted. That could be amazing, but yeah, I understand that we want they want to say no. This is only Miles, right? Um, but I know they're putting in other, the other characters, you know, for yeah, I think the fun of it for fun. I and, think we might get like a uh, um, web slinger who's a uh, cowboy, <laughs> yeah. um, Spider Man um, who has a horse that's also a spider, <laughs> spider horse. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a cowboy <laughs> web slinger, gunslinger. You mm-hmm. get it? Get it? Uh, and I think he's the. I think he might be the relative of the 2099 Spider-Man because I think they have the same name, last name. Oh, okay. I think it's like Patrick O'Hare or something like that is the what the the cowboy version. Oh. And I think he might be in this, and I, I hope he is. Okay. Uh, those are some really neat characters, and I a lot of people kind of adore those characters. Like those those side stories are really interesting. And the last one we got one from every crazy part of the universe. And uh, in the trailer, they show a lot of Ben Riley, which I don't think he'll be in this, but some people want some justice for that character. <laughs> uh, there's some cool stuff that he could do here, and I kind of love it. But I would love to see the the dueling aspects of Miles versus this 2099, which is their future mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Uh, you know, I like that a lot, and I, I kind of do it. But I think right now, I think Marvel in general and all comic book movies in general are dealing way too much with the multiverse and it's getting a little too much i think we're getting a little tired of it because we're also going to get it with the flash now you know and that's dc and and marvel is so it's so wrapped up in it that it's getting to the point where we're getting bored yeah and the last spider-man um with tom holland exactly this and this yes and uh in this he actually mentions that Mm, he yeah. says uh dr strange and that I, there's a number for that earth yes. that the movies come in yes i don't remember yeah. that it's like a 999 <laughs> type scenario but uh yeah. <laughs> he mentions him and i'm like yeah we just got this so to get it again and keep getting it especially when the first miles movie did so well and did it perfectly i think everything else kind of paled in comparison a little so far for me uh, i also I mean, let's talk about the art. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. Because it's so unique. Yeah. And they use a different art style for every character that complemented that character. And it's something that it's just so mind-blowing. I I remember when we walked out of the theater, the first movie, Mm -hmm. and the first thing I said was, if I was a 14-year-old kid or a 12-year-old kid when I saw this movie, this would have been the most mind-blowing thing of my my existence i mean i saw dick tracy the movie the live action dick tracy (laughs) which i actually really like um 
it's and it, fun. It blew my mind when I was a kid because it just felt like a living comic book. It, it really was did. so much crazy colors and mm-hmm. and the action was fun and they had everybody in it, every character from that universe. And and that blew my mind. But if I saw this movie, I mean, this would have been my godfather. This would have been like the thing because it's just so stunning to look at. And the character designs of the villains are so unique. Mm-hmm. Like they made everybody look so interesting. It's so standout-ish. Uh, um, we were talking about like the Green Goblin in that universe is like a giant gargoyle looking guy. And <laughs> that's really neat. And I want to see more of that. And I think in the trailer they show Spot. The Spot oh, was the villain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that I love. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a really weird character that he fights. Yeah. I wish that they could have Venom. And it kind of sucks that they can't because they kind of need it because he he has a, a power that is named after him. Right, yeah. And they haven't done they haven't done that. But, yeah, the animation styles are so incredible and everybody has that different animation and there's so much uniqueness to it. They actually slowed frame rates down for one character while one Spider-Man had a slower because he was the he's a little pudgier and then he's older. So they slowed down his frame rate and Miles was up because he was younger. That kind of stuff. Just thinking outside the box to make everything so unique is amazing. And uh, they even use comic book transitions, which Ang Lee wanted to do back in the Incredible Hulk days with uh, Eric Bana. And uh, he couldn't get it to work properly, even though it was kind of fun and it was different. They did it here and they nailed it. And these guys also, like the team behind this, were also responsible for Lego Batman, which to me is also another great one that paid so much love to the character. Yeah. In all forms, not just the the idea of the character, but all the versions of him. They paid love to. That was wonderful. The same thing here. It's these guys really understand how to pay tribute to everything that has to do with these characters. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And so just seeing these unique versions of these things makes me so happy. So I think worst case scenario is just that some of these things aren't as impressive this time around. Yeah. You know, the art, the the characters, the the new versions. If they try too heavily for memes, that's what I think. And also I think that the biggest problem is uh, it was fun the first time around when there's five like new versions of them. Mm-hmm. And this one there's like hundreds. <laughs> and I, I think they'll probably only pay attention to a, a core group. I mean, I, I, that's what I was afraid of. So, like, that's what I was saying before, that, like, there's so many that I, I just hope that Miles doesn't get pushed to the wayside. You know? I mean, he's got to be the main focus, him and his well, parents. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, you never know. Being what a superhero. Because sometimes they want to just, they're so, with the first one, we didn't have this issue where they were so um, preoccupied with the flashiness and and, you know, just the spectacle of it. We didn't have that with the first one, but I have a feeling like my worst case scenario would be that in this one, it's just going to be a, a spectacle and you're not going to be able to control what, like, you're not going to be able to keep your eyes on everything that's happening on the screen. Yeah. It's going to be a, a mess, like yeah. a, a big convoluted mess. I don't, sure. I don't want that. Well, can you uh, find out for me if Lord and Miller directed the first one? Because I feel like they did and I don't think they're back this time, which is something that gets me a little uh, worried. Okay. So, um... It well, in the the first one into the Spider Verse, it was directed by Bob um, Parashetti, Peter Ramsey, and then says and others. But writers Phil Lord and yeah. Rodney Rotham, Rothman, Rothman, okay. excuse me, Rothman. So, oh, so the first one as well as this one. So I think the same people are really behind it. Okay, because yeah. it's like three different directors. I guess they're, which is really great. They're actually probably crediting all the different. Uh, animators yeah so they're writers and directing it oh um, actually cool. it says different directors on here oh. for the new one i wonder uh, if that'll mean it. i wonder what that'll joaquin why. joaquin docentis um kemp powers and others and then the writers are phil lord christopher miller and others so yeah i mean here's the thing i think when you have too many people behind the camera or the writing in the kitchen yeah there's too many cooks in the kitchen and there's it gets convoluted so that's going to be my biggest like you know, worst case scenario is that there's just too much shit going on on the screen. I can't stand that. So yeah. we'll, we'll have to just go in and see, but, um, I am going to blow your mind because I think I'm going to come out of this with a seven. <laughs> so you're definitely say, hoping for a height, like a seven. Yes. I usually say like 
six is like, I mean, not on purpose, but that usually is what I say before I go into a movie because I just, I'm hoping it's good, but I just, I'm not sure. See, here's the thing though. We've been coming out, I think this is so far this year on the show, mm-hmm. we've hit sevens like crazy because I think that what I've noticed is seven is the, the number for us when it's something that's like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than okay, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it less than great, mm-hmm. you know? I want to come out tonight with the first eight. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've given an eight this year, and I, I doubt it because I can't think of any movies that would have given an eight. Hmm. But we've given sevens yeah, like a wild. Lot, like, a lot, Because we've, yeah. we've come out pretty much enjoying things. Like we, I think there's only been a few where we come out and go, God, that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a few. But otherwise, it's been pretty consistent. So I'm I'm coming I'm I think I'm gonna come out of this with a seven. I'm hoping that I can come out out with it like you know, higher. Yeah. We'll see. I just I think a seven. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so we'll check in. DC later. is amazing. <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with anything. But I'm glad you mentioned that. I yeah, just okay. I, you, I just had to sneak it in because okay. uh, you snuck in how uh, you're a Marvel person. Well, I when I when I met this you marriage, I don't know when I met you I was um, Gambit and Rogue. We're like it. Yeah, I mean Gambit and Rogue for everybody. I mean, but I let's... love Gambit and Rogue. I love I love Storm. I used to read her comics. Oh, yeah. I, re- I read her origin Storm, story. Storm, Nightcrawler, the X Men. Yeah, the X Men. Like I, that was my thing. You know, I grew up reading Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. yeah. To me, some of these weird comics I loved. I I didn't like the big adventure characters, and uh, I like Conan and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Silver Surfer was neat to me. Yeah. I liked all those weird sciencey ones, but I also. To me, and I think a lot of this has to do with the 90s, with the cartoon of X-Men, was so mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that we all adored it, and they made Rogue like the sexiest thing on Earth. Yeah, she's sexy. She's awesome. Yeah, so everybody kind of loved her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I always say, and I think this, I, this is one of those things that will piss people off, but my hot take is that um, I think that like Marvel is the nerd. It's, not the, it's the more of the jock accessible comics and i find that dc is the more nerd science more thought provoking okay well i resent that and on that note sir so i don't slap you across the table it's like star wars versus star trek okay there's no competition there it's definitely star trek anyway all right so we're gonna go see yeah we're gonna go see this movie before we uh cause an outrage over here (laughs) let's go see it want to get out of here oh win Wait a minute, there's an elite crew with all the best spider people in it? Who's the new guy? This is unbelievable. This is the lobby. Miguel O'Hara. The whole thing was his idea. What's a guy gotta do to join this spider team? You can never be part of this. Don't even get me started on Doctor Strange and the little nerd back on Earth 1999-99. I'll take it from here. Miles, being Spider-Man is a sacrifice. You have a choice between saving one person and saving every world. <gasps> can't stop me now! You can't run forever, kid! I can't lose one more friend. Well, this isn't what we talked about! You know? I have no idea what you're doing! Everyone keeps telling me how my story is supposed to go. Nah, I'm gonna do my own thing. And we're back. We just saw Spider-Man, Spider-Man. across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> All right. I mean, so right off the bat, I mean, um, so much to talk about. Uh, I mean, this is this is a big film. This felt like a, a very big epic. I would say that you know, get it right out of the way for anybody listening uh, to say that a negative. A big negative that people need to know about, I think, that don't going in is this is a middle film. So this is a cliffhanger. This is the Empire Strikes Back of cliffhangers. <laughs> Basically, and it's not even a cliffhanger of like Empire Strikes Back proportions. This movie, in that movie, you know, that famously that movie has a character who's got a cliffhanger and they have to go save that person. 
Same thing here, but in this one, it's the main character, basically. And so that's a huge cliffhanger. And I think that it would piss off a lot of people. How did you feel about that? Um, I agree, too. If you um, don't know going in, which I didn't, that it was going to be that. We should have known because this was originally called Part 1. And they took it oh. off. And I, I had forgotten all about it. Oh, wow. oh my God. I don't recall that. Yeah. Back in the, when they first showed a trailer, teaser trailer, about a year and a half, two years ago. It said part one, and oh, I, I had remembered right when the cliffhanger was coming. I was like, oh. I wouldn't remember that because I, you know, so long ago. I've seen so many trailers and so many movies since then, so I wouldn't remember it saying part one. But, wow, okay, well, that is something to note definitely for well, our listeners. My question, though, is did it piss you off? No, it didn't. It is a negative, though, right? I mean, yeah, but then I'm not pissed off because I really just want more of this. Yeah, I mean, if this was another... If this was a, if I was sitting in this movie theater for five hours, I mean, I probably would have felt it more. I definitely felt the time at one moment. I went, oh, this is this is a long film. Yeah, what um, was the runtime on this? Uh, about two hours and fifteen minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and I would say that, uh, but I was fine if this was Lord of the Rings and it was like four hours of this, I would have been fine because, mm-hmm. I, I'm look. Let's just say right off the bat, right? How did you feel overall? Um, right off the bat, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Okay. I really did. I love the animation. I mean, they 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 knock it out of the park with the animation. Yeah. And there's a lot of characters. Like, there's a lot of characters in this film, which I thought was going to oversaturate the film. It, it, did. it didn't. It's heavy, though. It's heavy. It's and heavy, but I didn't feel that oversaturation. Like, they didn't um, do a whole, um, like, you know, mind-boggling. They, they, There was a lot going on on the screen, which I knew was going to happen. But it didn't throw me. Okay. So, I'm not thrown. You know, I, it's funny because in your before, you said uh, you wanted this to be a Miles movie. And it started as not a Miles movie. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it now? Like how they did it? I, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm ha- yeah. I'm okay with it because there was so much in there that's for me. It made me. It still made it feel like a Miles movie, but with just that little extra. Um, there was some characters in there that I felt were fun. I, I don't want to go any further, but I like his dynamic with Gwen. I think they're cute together. Um, and I, I like that they made this more about family. Yeah. You know, like his family. Yeah. <laughs> At the risk of sounding like dumb. But yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, we, yeah, but we were just saying like, in the before you were saying, oh, you know, if they went off a different route, you know, like a different with different characters and changed it up and the story wasn't just fully about Miles, you were you were saying you whatever and you're okay with it. And uh, I would say that this movie does that origin story thing that they made a joke about with the first one and i would say that they doubled down and they did it multiple times throughout this one but i loved it every time they did it i thought they did it excellent right it was well done so i didn't feel like i said i don't i didn't feel like the the over you know just they they bombarded us with things i didn't feel bombarded uh if if they had you know, thrown in these characters and then gave us like elaborate backstories, which made the movie long, then I would be like, okay, this is enough. But they didn't do that. They, they actually um, made ample time for what they were doing. Yeah. It, it, it flowed really well mm-hmm. while also, flow. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about because it is a kind of a negative, but I I also kind of put it in a positive because I can definitely see the problem is that it, over explains itself a lot there's a multiple times where a certain character will have their backstory being told while things are happening but the way it's done the animation wise the flowing of the movie the reasons it's being done pretty great it didn't it's not like it bothered me but i will say that yes it does uh exposition a lot Mm -hmm. and it's telling you a lot there's because it knows that you need to know and 
And also, I, I need. I guess I should just point this out: how meta the movie is, while also being a very good film, mm-hmm. is pretty damn great. It, it's so meta. It, it's running joke about breaking canon, like not saying it in the way where they are. You they know it's not like they're using it in a way where it actually feels like a part of the plot that makes sense. And it, when they say it, as meta as it is, it feels so genuine. It doesn't even feel meta, but it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how clever and how well delivered that is, that joke. Um, and and how that's the big, big part of the movie. You don't break canon. And right. while, you know, you you feel that that joke, but it's not even, it doesn't even feel like it is that joke. I think that's just such a brilliant way of delivering something like that. Mm-hmm. And then going out of its way, because we talked about it in the before, uh, the love that the first movie gives to the Spider-Man. This one, it's like tripling down. Oh my God, it's, yeah. You feel the, um, there is just a sense, it's just very um, endearing. Yeah. It's very loving and endearing on top of being absolutely gorgeous to look at. It's yeah. breathtaking to look at. While, 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 uh, yeah, absolutely. But like while referencing every single thing that has ever been Spider-Man, they, they, it's like they went out of their way. They went, you, you know what? Everybody was freaking out about that uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man where the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire are all in it. They're like that. Oh, you think that's good? Here, hold my beer. <laughs> We're going to reference every single thing that you've ever seen. It's going to be in here somewhere. And they're going to do really weird easter eggs and and references and cameos and just going out of their way to do some killer killer stuff while also making every spider-man unique Mm -hmm. their universe their animation i mean it's it's almost like a marvel it's something to stare at and just marvel at it Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I didn't even mean uh. to. I, I didn't mean to. But, yeah, but you just, like, it's so well produced, so well thought out. I mean, structurally. And I can see why three different people are credited as director, because yeah. there is so much going on. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of, like, st- like structurally, like, with the, the the animation and just how they jump from... The colors. They even change uh, like the colors change. The animation styles, the, the colors. Yeah. The, they uh, put the so music much changes. love and oh that's another thing I was gonna say. I love the the soundtrack to this. I love oh, I love the music like the first in this. One. Yeah. It was wonderful. In this this movie, um, there's one particular character that came into this movie that made me so happy, and anyone who knows me will know why. But is it Bollywood version or because that no, was excellent? No. But, oh wow, um, okay. But yeah, I was so happy. I was like, eee. I was. There was so much cuteness oh, okay. about I, this. I don't think it's a spoiler. I think it's pretty heavily shown or talked about. I think a lot of people really because I did not know, and I was very shocked when well, I saw him. What's good about us is we, you don't dive into like trailers or any like what's going on. To. I try what people not are to. talking about or anything. Like you know, that. I try not to before the movie because yeah. I don't want to have anything spoiled. I don't want people to you know give me their hearsay and know what they mm-hmm. think. No, no, don't put ideas in my head. I like to just go in the way I'm going to go in. I, you know, because I, uh, you know, go on, you know, Instagram and all these places. Yeah. I, I will get news from a lot of these, uh, you know, posters and stuff like that. They're all putting up like little things, and I had heavily seen that. Oh, there will be this Spider-Man, this Spider-Man, this Spider-Man, and one of them is our favorite version of Spider-Man from the video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we would always use is the punk rock Spider-Man. Yeah, so and just so, gave it away. <laughs> well, it's not like I said; it's already heavily out there. This isn't a spoiler. Well, and, I, yeah. And, and uh, by the way, it's not really a spoiler because when I say this, I mean it. Every single Spider-Man is in this film. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it was like just, every version. There's jokes upon jokes upon jokes referencing. It was ginormous. It, the amount of of, of characters. In how this. how much time? They must have put animating each Spider-Man in that one scene where they're running after him. Yeah. And that goes on for a while, and it is incredible. Like, just mind-blowing animation stuff going on. Yeah, they put so much they, love into they, the, anima- the animation and just the... Even the voice talent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there there's... And, and also, 
If you have ever read a comic book or know any of the lores from any of the crazy Spider-Man stories, they're going to reference it and make fun of those things or or pay love to it or just not really get you. And uh, shockingly, the emotion works really well. Again, it feels like a it does feel like a coming of age story that is like personal mm -hmm. in a Spider-Man animated film. In which some people would automatically go, oh, it's an animated film, it's a comic book film, it doesn't have anything for me. But I feel like it does. I feel like it just has a lot to offer. I really people. do, too. I feel like this movie had so much heart and, and it was funny. And there were so many funny scenes. Like, I laughed so much. Yeah. And I, um, I, I felt that the, the endearing uh, like family unit plot that they had going on it just felt real you know it felt it's really great sweet. it's really well written so i'm and it's also done in a way where it feels genuine none, none of it feels right like a forced in or right. or, or any of that stuff mm -hmm. it all feels extremely genuine and uh and loving it really does yep. i mean it really feel it across the screen when you're watching this thing that they put in Every moment is a little something, mm -hmm. and there's not a wasted moment. No, there. I don't think there is. I mean, at some point you start to feel the time. Um, it definitely did. Like towards the end, a little bit, you're like, "Hmm, okay, it's going on a little bit long." But yeah. I didn't feel like sickened by it or like, "Oh God, I want this to end." I really had such a, a beautiful experience. Just my like, <laughs> my eyeballs were feasting yeah. upon it. It was just so pretty. I, and this is one of those movies I cannot wait for, like, uh, on uh, Corridor Crew on uh, YouTube to talk oh, about yeah. with the animators or have the animators talking on any, just talking about what they put into this or being questioned about scenes or shots. Yeah. Just even having a, a, a anybody out there just sh showing shots of references. Because this is one of those movies that someone could do an Easter egg hunt, like, like, uh, like uh, Ready Player One. Just an Easter egg yeah. hunt of just like childhood nostalgia, and it's all here, <laughs> yeah. and it's fantastic. Uh, I, yeah, I, you're saying. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I would just love to go get the DVD and pause it on the scene, oh, on the scene where you see so many Spideys, and you just pick them all out. And, and what's funny is they're actually putting like um, um, thought bubbles to tell you who they all are, and they're happening so quick. It's like no way in hell. Yeah. But I even the fact that they tried. I, I saw like one or two and I was like, ah, I didn't get to finish. Oh, they're so quick. But yeah, it was it's very quick. You, I mean, especially with all the stuff going on in the screen and you had this tiny little bubble down on the yeah, bottom yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit. I oh, there, and I love that there's a couple of times in the movie. They didn't do it as much as they, they could have, but uh, a, few, a bunch of times throughout the movie, maybe like three, they did a, if they did a deep reference, they put a, a thing in the corner and said, Here's the explanation of this reference. <laughs> and I thought that was really, really funny. It was really funny. Like, I laughed. I really laughed a lot. And I, oh, I was laughing. I thoroughly enjoyed every character. Like, there wasn't one character in this this film that I didn't like. I, I liked all the characters. Well, it's, it's funny because uh, Spider Man 2099 is easy to not like. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're doing that on purpose. There's a lot going on with his character. Mm -hmm. And there is. It's it's heavy with him, mm -hmm. and which is funny because some there there was a there was one moment that got me a little mad because it was a very and I guess this is like a negative, but there was an important moment where they're all explaining to him how serious this is what's going on is you know is, and while they're all like trying to tell him they're showing him, like how the gravity of the situation you know like, someone um, um, walks in and it's like a joke. Like there's like a mm -hmm. it was like a tiny Spider Man or something walked mm -hmm. in the middle of it, and it kind of deflated the moment because it was a heavy moment that really needed that 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 weight, mm -hmm. and it, it was so it was really strong moment. And then he came in and did that, and I was like, ah, you, you, you spoiled didn't the need moment. To do that, you know? <laughs> but yeah, you were talking about voice actors. I mean, I was trying to point out or figure out which each vo who was voicing what because there were so many. And it was hard for me. They had a lot of comedians in here. And a lot of their trying. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get them all. But, um, yeah, it was it, there were so many on the screen. So it was hard. Yeah, yeah. We caught a couple. I know uh, um, I think Andy Samberg was playing Ben Riley, Spider-Man. Uh, 
I, I, I want to know if Nicolas Cage was playing the cowboy Spider-Man that I talked about in the, before. Okay, I was going to motion to you during the movie, but I didn't even want to take my I eyes off tell. the screen. I couldn't tell who it was. I, I sounded like him. I you mean you said, Web Slinger? Web Slinger, yeah. Okay. And I was like, did. that's got to be him, but he's not a very he's not in it very much. He only has. I thought he was going to be a big part, but he's not. Um, uh, who else? Uh, um, there's uh, the villain in this movie who's kind of like a comedy character who grows in the movie into a bigger thing Mm -hmm. that's definitely going to play into the next one when it comes out Uh, i believe that was jason schwartzman i was trying to point them all out i'm like okay i know this actor i know this actor you know the actor playing web slinger oh i do who was it do it was taron killam from saturday night live wow taron killam yeah yeah he 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 did two oh patrick o'hara and web slinger so it's like the same that is the same character. person yeah so yeah um and then yeah we had a we had a bunch we had yeah, a, there, yeah there was a lot there was a lot there was a couple voices i was like who who is this oh the vulture was jorma wow yeah the well yeah there's like a a great opening where the a vulture from another universe and it's funny because he's i think italian right yeah yeah that's why i'm shocked that that's who it was it was like full Italian. He was like talking full in Italian, which I love. And I love, holy crap, was that cool? He was like paper. Yeah. He was basically he, he like cool. um, parchment paper from like like a Da Vinci art. And they made his model, his animated model out of that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, also talking about, uh, uh, I think uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya was playing uh, the punk rock Spider-Man. And... We're going to talk about his animation because oh my God. it was basically like um, old posters for punk rock bands. And it was like punk rock art posters. Yep. And it was just in movement. It constantly kept changing on him. So it was so cool. fucking rad. Yeah, I they did it great. It. I, was in, I was so happy. I, was, I think I screamed out, yay, yes. Yeah. Oh, and, and you, <laughs> when I saw him, I was like really loud about it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in it. He, he has some good stuff in there. He's actually one of the characters who was in it for a little longer. Not as long as he could have been. Um, his animation must have been really hard. I don't know how. Some I of these can't animations even imagine. Like, I just these? can't imagine. That I, it was um, so. It was so badass. There was an actor I was going to ask you who it was because I know I know who it is. Um, um, a big part of it, and he's fantastic. Is they go to. Um, uh, basically an India version of Spider-Man. Okay. And he is the actor from Deadpool who plays the taxi driver. Oh. Yeah, I knew that voice. Yes, um, okay, I can, so... I don't know um, his name. His name is... He was on a, a show that uh, I liked. Uh, Karan Sony. Karan Sony. He was in a Paul Feig TV show that was like short-lived, but it was like a sci-fi show, like a Star Trek, and he was the captain. It was actually very funny. He's actually yeah. a very funny actor. Dopinder I, in Deadpool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so funny. He's very funny. I don't know why he's not bigger. Oh um, my God. But yeah, his character was great, and the animation there was great. He his web signaling was like almost like it was like a a specialty thing. Instead of webs, it was like ropes, almost yeah. like yo yo type thing, and it was so neat looking. Yeah. His movements were I loved so his well done. I loved all the characters, even the evil ones. <laughs> they just all, they were all just great. Everybody, all the characters were great. And the animation just blew my mind. Like the colors and just the different animation styles and just how beautiful this was. It, it was, I loved this movie. Yeah, I really liked it. I, I mean, loved uh, it. I loved uh, it. This is a, a very good, I was worried and I said that I'm hoping for the best and I was hoping for a higher score. Oh, geez, sorry about that. Um, I was hoping for a higher score, and uh, yeah, I think I think I'm coming out happy. You know, I think I'm am coming out. This is a great successor to that first one that I love so much. This is this is pretty epic. I think that its biggest fault is that it doesn't have a clear ending, and it could have used a clear ending, mm-hmm. and then have a cliffhanger Easter egg. Which we didn't stay around long enough. The only Easter egg we saw was it says to be continued and what the title was. Yeah. I don't know if there was anything after that, well, but I'm sure said, if there was, it was probably going to be a joke. It said Miles Morales will return. Yeah. So that's basically what we got. So this is a, a middle movie, but 
but I'm not even upset about it because I want more of this. But yeah, I do. No, I do too. But I'm saying as a movie, it, you can't. It's hard to judge it because it's not exactly ended. You know, it's kind of it's like finalized. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not closed. The chapter is not closed, so it's hard to review it as a standalone movie because it feels like it's a part of a bigger puzzle. Uh, where the first one has also has some cliffhanger stuff. I feel like it has an ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, this yeah. this one does leave you wanting a little bit of an answer. Yeah, and you know I do agree with you on that. I do think that we need just a little bit of um, a, like closure. Yeah, I think that's why um, you like Return of the King so much, right? Because Return of the King has you already got a lot of setup, and it's like that last half. Mm-hmm. You start off with this thing, and then you get the the end, and it ends, which is. <sighs> It's like so comforting and wonderful. Where I think it's hard to like, which is funny because I like Empire Strikes Back, my favorite of the three. Mm -hmm. Um, And no, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say with Lord of the Rings that the second one is because it just feels so non-ended, you know, like Mm -hmm. just completely open-ended. And in the beginning too, it just feels so open on both sides Mm -hmm. that it's kind of hard to judge it as a, a package. Whereas I really like one because it feels like the journey, like they're moving on to the journey. Mm -hmm. We know they're going to get there. So it does feel like an ending in a sense. Yeah, I get it. But here, the same thing. It just feels too open-ended. It does. And um, I think that's maybe like the only thing that would bother me in this. It's a big, it's a big thing. it, It doesn't feel complete and it doesn't even feel satisfyingly closed. There's everything's open at the end. Everything is open. There's, There's a lot no, going on. There is not one minute like where you're like, okay, oh, that's that's rectified and that's solidified over here. Like we're we're good on that front. Oh yeah. No, it, it's all open ended. It's all but. And I will say this: that uh, what they've set up is so much. Yeah. They're giving you like, hey, there's a lot of reasons to come back. There's a lot of stuff you want to see. It's huge. That's why I'm a little shocked. I'm, I'll, I'm, I will, I'm always impressed, I'll say, that when I see a two and a half hour movie, like time, when it's this much work went into it, I always go, why did they bust their asses? They could have cut it down. You know, they could have done an hour and a half of this. Like, I'm, I'm glad. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, guys, you didn't need to do all of this. I always say that about Michael Bay's Transformer movies. I'm like, did you really need to do two and a half hours of explosions? Like, God bless you guys for going out of your way to make a theater experience. Even though they're not great, it's just that, holy shit, you really went for it, you know? The same thing here. They they worked their asses off. I could see why this movie took a long time to make. I can't imagine what they would cut out, too. Like, they probably, I mean, with the, you know, on the editing floor, they probably cut out a whole bunch of stuff that they... Maybe some jokes that make it tighter, shorter. Yeah. Like, uh, squeeze the things so there's no dull moments. Right. I love those dull moments. I love that. That's one of my biggest things in movies I always talk about is I like uh, when characters can just look out and you can feel what they're thinking. Yeah. And there's a lot of great moments like that here. Just shots of the the city and then looking out. There's a great sequence where uh, Gwen is upside down and we watch the city upside down. Mm -hmm. It's just really neat. There's a lot of beautiful shots like that. I mean, I'm going to go... I'm going to say... Just go see this movie. Oh, it's, it's really. A, I recommend it. Yeah. It was so good. Uh, I'm. Are we doing ratings? Or yeah, sure. I mean, because I know you're probably thinking we can't do a rating because it's not complete. No, you, I mean <laughs> you got to rate it no matter what. But I, I definitely think it, 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 it definitely is getting to have star knocked off because of uh, that open ending to me. Okay, so what do you? What would you give it as a score? I'm giving it exactly what I thought I was hoping to give. So it's a getting an eight. Yeah. Um, it's very close to a nine. It's very close I, to a nine. I very yes. much enjoyed this film. I think the only reason that that I'm not giving it a nine is because of you know the ending was so open, but um I I thought this film was absolutely gorgeous. I loved it. I loved everything about this movie. I I'm trying to figure out if I actually liked it better than the first one. Oh wow! Because I think I did. I feel like this next one, that third one, and I God, I hope we don't have to wait years. Let me look. Man, I'm I'm gonna be so upset if I don't get it in like in a year or, or two. Let me look. If I have to wait like three, and I think that's how long the last one was, right? The wait. Um, if if 
That next one might be the best damn thing ever made of all the stuff they have set up. I don't even know how they can end it. Like, I, I cannot wait to see what they pull out of their ass for that next one. <laughs> like, this movie really went out of its way to, like, just give everybody something. It really is. They, there is something for everybody There's in this. There's so many things. And, yeah. and, oh, and, okay. You don't have to wait. 2024. <laughs> okay. That's good. So, 2024. <laughs> I hope so, because I know they had to back it off last few times, so... But they're probably working on it back to back. They've probably been doing the whole thing. They probably filmed everybody talking, like all the uh, voice acting, all that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they did that. But yeah, I'm I'm so looking forward to the next installment. Yeah, what they have set up is going to be huge. I think this movie was pretty big. I mean, this movie was fun. It had everything. Go see it. Go see this movie. Yeah. Go see it. And um, you know, also. Keep in mind, though, that you're not going to get a finalization here. Yeah, and so. I, I started that right off the bat, so it's already out there. But, yeah, I mean, I get, I, and I guess we keep bringing it up, but it is a very important thing. Like, there, there were people very verbal at the end being pissed off in our theater. Mm. There was a group of people going, yeah, it was good, but, man, I'm pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. That is a, it is hard when you get, like, a movie and you're like, come on. Mm-hmm. We just saw Fast and the Furious. It also had no ending. And it pissed me off. Vin Diesel's going to be in a nursing home. Oh, just so remote controlling so the cars from the nursing home. So just strap in for that. With that movie, though, it didn't really give us anything to have a cliffhanger. It didn't give me... It made, sure, explosions and all that crazy stuff that that movie kind of gives you. Mm-hmm. This movie just kept delivering stuff. Yeah, really just did. so much feels <laughs> like so much was, fun. Like, yeah, that's a lot. It, it's 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 wild and and it's very impressive of a film and it's one of those ones that like yeah I'll, I'll I feel like I'm probably gonna want to watch it very soon as soon as it comes oh back out. Oh my god! You know, as like, soon as it comes, yeah, yeah. streaming or uh, whatever. But we're gonna get the DVD. I'm sure there's gonna be tons of stuff on there. Oh, uh, it's gonna be wild. Uh, yeah. The stuff on this one. So yeah. So go uh, see and, this. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and also, uh, as always, thank you for listening to us, of course, if you are. And um, don't forget that uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, you can find Joe at uh, Crafty Misfit and um, me at uh, Just Another Movie Night on Instagram. And uh, you can comment and complain and or tell us movies to watch or, uh, you know, or you just yell at us because you know what? You know, we love it all. We love the conversation. <laughs> well, we love talking about movies. I don't want to be yelled at. We want to hear everybody's uh, point of view. Yeah, don't yell at Joe. I mean, you can yell at me. Be I nice. Enjoy it. I, you know, I'm a crier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anytime uh, we're, we're always looking for uh, bad movies to do on our other show. So yeah, uh, yeah, hit us up. Yes. So yes, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoy the film like we did, and I hope you have a good one. And then I looked at my uncle and... Uh, let me guess. He died?